in the world of public enemies, Chuck D. Bring the noise. FM Podcast Network. I am Charlie Taylor. And this is Will Skip. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you're doing well. Hope all is blessed. We have another interview for you to listen to. So this interview is with an artist that uh, has actually been on a years-long hiatus. Um, she used to she at a time she was uh, rapping under a different name from what you see in the title um dropping mixtapes here and there right you know doing her thing uh but then she decided to take a hiatus and um i won't give the reason away because that's in the interview give you a reason to listen to i guess and now she's back under a different under a different moniker with a brand new spanking new studio album it dropped last the end of last year, called Christina Chante, and I for one love the hell out of it. It was so so close to, it, it really shook my shook my table of uh, while I of it dropping while I was doing my end of year album list. Uh, it was really shaking the table up. It was like oh gosh, another one in the running. I had like thirty, but let's add thirty one, right? It was shaking the table uh, for me personally. But I knew regardless if I put her on the honourable mentions, which I did, or on the list itself, I knew I wanted to know her story. So as soon as New Year's came around, I hit her up, and she willingly came through. So my interview for this episode is with Miss Backward Sweetie, uh, born and bred in Maryland, 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 <laughs> Prince George's County, and... Um, yeah, I just needed to know her story because I saw the fact that she only had one album, but I saw I saw in an interview or a couple of interviews with her. I was just like, she has other music. I was like, other music. So I had to know that. But overall, just in general, I just wanted to know her story. She seemed on the album. It seemed so uh, personal in a way. One big diary entry in a way. That kind of vibe going on. Very very varied in the production, but the lyrics. Woo, 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 woo. When I tell you they are top notch. Yes, sir. They is top shelf. Top shelf quality. If you haven't listened to Backward Suite before, I encourage you to go peep the 5VPN Radio edition of this interview. So on Spotify, just look up 5VPN Radio or just hit the link in the full show notes. Of the other podcast under the 5 EPN. Feel free to do that. But if you have listened to Backward Sweet. And you want to know a story. Then welcome. Regardless of where you're listening. Whether it's 5 radio or here. I appreciate you tuning in. So we get into her beginnings. Into her roots in music. Uh, get into how she just started writing. Just started writing lyrics. Started to, uh, you know, getting into getting into some songs, creating a mixtape, and then that hiatus, and now back with a vengeance. Why did she come back? 
Why did she start again? Why did she start all over again? All those questions are answered in this interview. And of course, standard procedure. We get into our top five. Ladies and gentlemen, my interview back with Sweetie. Grab your snacks, kick your feet up, and I hope you enjoy. Miss Backwood Sweetie, what is good? Peace. Everything, everything is good. I feel good. I'm excited about February and 2022. What's to come? It's all good. Okay, good. That kind of uh, my my first usual question is uh, uh, basically like a health check, wealth check kind of thing. Um, so, but I feel like you've kind of already answered it. So, <laughs> so, so, I, so I, pre- I appreciate that and kind of cut. Over here. that's good that's good it's good to hear um so yeah uh i like oh well firstly it's february 1st happy black history month in the u.s anyway um are you, are you, do you uh, random question do you kind of like i wonder how you see it now because uh i feel like uh, some people see it a little differently from how they used to um where it's just like you know simply celebration but now people are just more like we shouldn't need it kind of thing and it's kind of like this is tired kind of thing so i just wanted just a random thought came in my head. What do you think? What do you, how do you see Black History Month? Well, uh, you know, just at the start of the pandemic um, and then into the school year and having to be home with my kids and being able to be, you know, on hands with them. Um, it, we're introducing Black History Month every day. Exactly. You know, yeah. Something or someone to talk about, um, you know, I'm more interested in his in my kids curriculums at school because I want to know, you know, what they're being taught, who they're who they're learning about, because there's a lot of people that I learned about at my big age, uh, you know, that I feel like I should learn about in school. So, you know, I'm I'm all for talking about it all February long, but let's keep the conversation going. Exactly. No, not exactly. I feel that highly. Um, I mean, I like my the thing I kind of like preaching when it comes to progression in any form is just like educate the kids and we're good. Like <laughs> <laughs> if the kids get educated, then like everything will be fine in the long run. Um, yeah, you know, progress on that front, I guess. But anyway, um, we begin uh, as I like to always uh, begin, which is the beginning. Um, so, uh, where were you born? uh what was your environment like growing up and what were you like as you grew up so um i've always been in maryland in hyattsville i was born uh, in silver spring uh, but grew up pg county went to hyattsville and pg county schools uh just all my life uh growing up i was surrounded by music and really close uh with my dad uh, who DJs, still DJs, um, kind of low-key now at parties and weddings and uh, events like that. But just growing up, waking up to loud music in the morning and my dad going through records, trying to figure out what he's spending later that night for whatever party. Uh, so just kind of surrounded by music and family uh, and a lot of talented people in my family. Uh, yeah okay um let's dig into that a little bit more uh what, what kind of like uh stuff was your uh, dad djing 
mainly hip hop, go go, and gospel um, for his audiences. There, he would do uh, events uh, for churches um, as well as clubs in the D.C. and Maryland area. Yeah, talk to me like, about about. I remember in, he told me in high school he was in a rap group, uh, so he uh-huh. was definitely pumped to see me <laughs> get, get into that and find my uh-huh. own. <laughs> so your post was in his own rap group? No, he was in high school. High you know, school. kind of like a hobby he told me about. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe Pops has bars, who knows? <laughs> right. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere there's a notebook somewhere, which is like a book of raps or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you can you explain what gogo is because i've heard of it before but i feel like it's kind of like a local delicacy and i don't really know like what how it is so could you possibly describe for me of what like gogo is and why it's so popular in the that kind of area i guess the best way to put it is uh it's covers it's covers of popular songs songs that we like songs that are not as popular uh that right. um low-key popular uh but just a cover using instruments and, you know, some of the go-go uh, band members rap, you know, there are some that sing. Mm. Uh, uh, it's just, it's, that's something I grew up uh, around. You know, you just hear a lot of that. Um, even just kind of like walking, if you walk around DC, you know, that'll be guys, you know, standing next to the Metro station, playing on, uh, not even drums, playing on buckets, um, just use it, utilizing these different tools, um, these different sounds, and it's just fun. Yeah, that's fascinating. Um, that live band, that live band feel. Yeah, no, no, I feel, I feel that, especially, I feel that, uh, that's, that's good, that's good essence. Um, so you mentioned uh, you have, uh, I guess, um, creative talent, um, not just in your pops, but the rest of the family. What, what did the rest of the family have in terms of uh, creative output? Uh, uh, artists, other uh, musical people in my family, uh, producers, rappers. I have a church family, you know, you know, I actually used to be in a choir myself. Uh-huh. I'm doing I don't, I don't do any singing now, uh, but, you know, on my album, I sang one of the hooks. <laughs> so mm-hmm. every now and then I'll try to do a little, <laughs> a little something. But, yeah, just musical people, artists, just people who are doing their own thing independent. That's good. Um, yeah, I feel like a choir background is always um, uh, produce, obviously, like, um, I mean, they have produced a lot of uh, people um in the u.s especially and i guess here as well but like um more pronounced obviously over there and i kind of i'll put i'll put a pin in that for the moment because i kind of want to see how like it flows from uh choir to where you're at now in your in your own personal career that's kind of fascinating to think about but we'll get to that in a bit um as pertains to um i guess uh uh obviously you mentioned um a lot of music uh, waking up to music basically um and kind of really ask a question i usually usually asks is uh what kind of music were you exposed to but you kind of really answered that um so i'll move on and ask you instead um i, I was born in 89 and a lot of 90s and i'm still right. still so drawn to 90s hip-hop so when i'm listening to you know, some throwback rap and hip hop is usually in the 90s era. 
those are the artists I look for, Tupac. Uh, my dad definitely put me on a Tupac and Nas, um, all of the rappers that he liked. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. uh, that's, that's kind of where I was going to get to. I was kind of, I was going to ask you like where, uh, uh, where the, I guess the hip hop bug came from. And obviously you kind of explained that, but like, uh, was it, was there any other uh, genres that you're into? Or was it that you just like hip hop, but just like, just hooked you by the mouth definitely r&b and just soulful music but in general anything any kind of music that makes me feel something kind of when you hear something and you get the chills or you got to run it back uh that's that's what i was listening to and what i still listen to yeah so was the entire was your entire like taste um kind of predicated on what your what your pops and others were playing or was there a moment of like uh a moment of self-discovery that you kind of uh, had in yourself? I think the self-discovery came later on, Uh, but starting out, I was definitely influenced by the people around me. I remember having a boss um, at like my first job at a grocery store and he was from Texas and he put me on the chopped and screwed music. And so then I went to the studio and wanted to have my songs screwed up and chopped Mm. up. You know, I have some stuff out now. So I'm influenced by, you know, all, all over. <laughs> okay. That actually answers a question I was going to get to because I do, I did see uh, one of your singles was Chopped and Screwed. And I was kind of like, how did, how, how does, how does that work in terms of the map? Uh, <laughs> so. I started listening to Three Six Mafia, uh-huh. and yeah, a lot of Texas rappers or Southern rappers um, and loving that style too. So it's like, I'm not just stuck on, you know, uh, maybe just the lyrical rappers because some of the artists I just named, you know, have adventurous, <laughs> adventurous rhymes. Uh, so I, I kind of like a lot of different things. That's good. No, that's great. Um, so uh, as it pertains to, I guess that um, that point of self discovery you mentioned that was kind of like later on. How how later are we talking? Uh, so I started, uh, got back in the studio 2019. Um, I want to say around that time, just listening to more underground artists um, and looking for new sounds because every, everybody sounded alike to me. And I just wanted something else, <laughs> something uh-huh. else to be inspired, somebody else to be inspired by. Um, started discovering, uh, you know, people I had never heard about, the women MCs and uh, men too. It's just, it's just dope to discover new artists and kind of realize they've been out for a few years already and then you kind of get into their back catalog. But, yeah. Oh, so so kind of like late into the game, I guess, in terms of mm-hmm. uh, discovering for yourself. Um, that's interesting. Uh, so I guess pin it back a little bit because i feel like there's obviously um, uh, like a gap between 2019 when you're starting to discover for yourself and obviously starting to create for yourself um so i guess growing up you mentioned obviously um you know quite sorry hit my mic uh you mentioned the choir singing and uh things like that uh what were your i guess uh passions at that time as you in your formative years was uh were you planning to be a rapper at any point or was there anything else that was actually uh, there before it I think I was trying to figure out uh you know the different things I was into I was playing a bit of sports 
I was playing football, basketball. I was a cheerleader at one point. <laughs> I was really just trying to figure it out. Uh, but you know, what resonated with me was being, you know, in the cafeteria and hearing the guys freestyling at the table and wanting to be a part of that. And that's what made me want to uh, start rapping anyway, because I already had a lot written down, stories and poetry. Um, but ah. to want to you know, really put it out there, uh, I was I was hearing. I was hearing the guys in the lunchroom uh -huh. uh -huh. <laughs> just, right. just kind of around the way uh, when I would hang out with my sister. My sister's three years older than me, um, but I would hang around her and her friends and, you know, to hear them and their ciphers and, you know, really seeing what that culture was about. I wanted to be a part of it. Okay. Right. Very the lead a bit there. I saw <laughs> the, the po po writing poetry, are we? Okay. Right. So mm -hmm. uh, what kind of, um, what kind of poetry, I guess, uh, put it simply. Uh, I would just kind of keep a journal. Mm -hmm. uh, just what I was going through, whatever happened at school that day. Um, you know, something positive, negative, anything about family, love, whatever I was experiencing, I would just put it down on paper. So I got into the habit of writing every day. Yeah. And you kind of, you kind of, uh, I guess, uh, picture, painting that picture in terms of like, I was doing these other things and uh, it was kind of like, I guess, oh, I'll go with where life takes me kind of vibe, uh, which is cool. But then there's also just like, just seeing those, just seeing people enjoying themselves doing that thing that I rate. So I feel like there's like, there was like a, uh, what's the, what's the term kind of like a, a secret longing or a very outward longing. Uh, how would you describe that? Was it, was it just like, damn, I want to be like, I want, to, I, want to, I want to do that kind of thing. It was like, I want to do that and I can do that. I know I can yeah. do that. <laughs> when I started, you know, when I started spitting the poetry, I heard what I sounded like and I loved, I love my rap voice. Um, I think all of that mm, just kind of plays a part into it. I just felt like I was made to do this. <laughs> yeah. So when did, so you start, uh, did you, I guess, uh, did that creative journey just begin out of the poetry and kind of just like, I guess, spoken word, quote unquote? Out of the poetry. And then I started joining the ciphers uh, in the cafeteria. You know, I just kind of take people by surprise. They don't even know I'm about to spit <laughs> my few bars. <laughs> I bet that life. <laughs> the water out a little bit. Uh -huh. um, but I do that. And I started doing um, talent shows. I um, did right. a talent show in middle school. Um, high school, I took a different route. Um, I was I was working with groups, um, working in groups, um, with just kind of guys in my area in the neighborhood, and we put together a mixtape. Um, so I, I took that route and uh, was doing more recording, you know, rather than the talent shows and doing live performances. That's when I started collabing, you know, uh, with other artists. Right. I had a name. I uh, started going by Duchess okay. um, at that time. Uh, and people started calling me Dutchie. So that was just like a nickname from a rap name. <laughs> uh-huh. So my mixtape uh, that I have out is on datpiff.com. Uh, High Hills, the mixtape. Uh, so that's under the name Dutchie. But that's just something, you know, if anybody's interested in some some older stuff. To I am. 
checking yeah. it now. <laughs> just, gonna, just gonna look that up as we talk. Because uh, I was I was thinking that uh, just like uh, just I was just like I know she has I know she has work before this, so she has to. <laughs> I was just like trying to think of like yeah. just, just spending it different, spending shit differently. I was like, just use a full name, like government name. I was trying to. <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm looking that up for later, uh, for, for maybe next time. Um, that's that's cool. Um, so fill in some more of the gap though. So after high school, go for it. Uh, after high school, you know, I, I found uh, a space to perform at, uh, and I want to say Adams Morgan in D.C. Uh, called Axum Lounge. It's kind of like a bar lounge, and they would host these uh, open mic nights, and uh, I started doing those, and so I got back into performing, and uh, actually uh, did. I have one visual uh, that's on YouTube, and that's something else that you can jot down under the name Dutchie uh dmv circle uh is the name of that one so i actually got with uh some guys i kind of just like hand picked them out to be a part of this posse cut with me uh and that was that's the only visual i have up so uh that's something uh to come <laughs> something i need to build on uh-huh yeah i'm sure i'm sure that's uh, definitely seen a change at some point that's great um, at that point after i did that video um, and released uh, uh, High Heels, the mixtape. Uh -huh. uh, that's when the, everything kind of ceased uh, and I didn't record anything and six or seven years had passed. Oh, well, well why? Why, <laughs> why, why happened? <laughs> oh, well, I started uh, a family and uh, I was I was focused on being with my family and being a mom and I didn't have time for it anymore although i was still doing a lot of writing um mm -hmm. i didn't make the time uh, to go record anything um, but i'm glad i took the break and the time off but yeah there was no other rhyme or reason other than you know just kind of change of priorities okay i mean that, i mean that's respectable obviously um in terms of just like uh uh just i guess switching up and um you know for the for the, for the good of the fam um but yeah, I mean, seven seven years, seven years. That's a that's obviously a, that's obviously a minute. Um, I guess. Uh, well, the logical question is, uh, why? What what changed? I guess. Why 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 was it just was it was it really tugging at you tugging at you like, or you just had time all of a sudden or what? Both of those things. Uh, okay. And there was a lot happening in the world. Uh, 2019, 2020, uh, I definitely had a, a lot more time and I uh, had time to get in the studio a lot, um, had more time to write. Um, I had more things to talk about. Um, I, just, I, I thought there was so much lacking in mainstream and, and the music that I was hearing. Um, I wanted to put something different out there and kind of come back out and reintroduce myself and just... Mm -hmm reinvent myself as uh, backwoods sweetie okay well a question i've been wanting to ask for a minute is why backwards sweet because i i i write the i write the name as just a as, a as a general pen name i really i really dig it um but yeah as a as a i feel like there's there's meanings uh there that i'm not aware of if, well i can guess but i'd rather not <laughs> yeah i've had this question a few times and it's, it's really not that deep you know i wake so up they, in the okay. Backwood, water, coffee, <laughs> you know, it's just kind of a part of my routine. Uh, it used to be Duchess, 
And that's why my name prior to this was Duchess <laughs> and Duchy. Uh, so just kind of I've evolved into something else. That's good. Okay. Um, I'm sweet too. Oh, that's, <laughs> <sweet>. <laughs> uh, that's good. That's great. Um, so yeah, I mean, diving, uh, I guess, uh, into uh, music and stuff like that. But actually, before I do that, uh, you've obviously said a couple of times that you're kind of just like over uh, what was going on right now uh, or what, what was coming out. Um, I guess, is that more of a... Is that more of a uh, thought towards how things were or uh i'm trying i'm trying to like find the the kind of like the the back room meaning towards like why why you okay why you think what's out right now is uh, is uh it's quite the expense of whack <laughs> uh just a, a lot of hmm i think a lot of artists sound alike uh there's a lot of artists i can't differentiate one from the other um, kind of thing. Uh, a lot of the same topics and a lot of topics that I can't relate to. Everybody mm -hmm. talking about balling out, you know, I'm not balling out. <laughs> uh, that and a lot of over-sexualized music. Um, it's no balance uh, in there. So that's kind of what I was looking for. So you thought do it yourself? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, knowing, and knowing that I can do that. Um, yeah. I thought I'd take it upon myself uh, to do something, to do something about it. And when I say to do something about it, uh, when I mentioned there was so much going on in 2019, 2020, um, you know, I include protests and things of that nature. For sure. That's something I wanted to do, protests. And, um, you know, I just use music um, as my tool um, to protest. Did you participate in any at that time? I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I did. My, I did for the first time ever. Uh, my first ever process in 2020, and it was surreal in a way that, in the moment, it was like it felt heavy, right? As you can imagine, but it was weird because as soon as it finished, everyone was just like back to normal, and it really jarred me on the way home. <laughs> it jarred me for so long because it was just like. Because I was just walking out like, the same way as most people, and I was just like hearing people just talk like like they weren't in just like a mad deep protests. Like it was nearly an hour, basically an hour long, and you know people making speeches and shit. I was just like, were you not just here? Like just, yeah. just, just talking regular. So um, I feared just like putting myself in harm's way for nothing you know, to feel like I didn't accomplish anything. When I know that I can put together something, I can put together some music, um, a couple of tracks and just really be heard and something that I could share. Um, Cause we're not recording ourselves at the protests out on the street. And that's not something I could, you know, <laughs> put out there for people to see, but I could share, I can pass on some knowledge and talk about some things that I've experienced and relate to people um, through music. Exactly. Um... Yeah, I feel I feel that highly, and um, you know, I try and do that through just general talking, and like reading certain things, and you know, uh, I guess gaining knowledge in my own like sphere. And if anyone wants to know about it, they want to know about it. 
um but yeah uh, obviously music is um you know just some of the best uh places to do so and obviously that's your that's your tool and that's your weapon so to speak so i appreciate that um so part of my influence as well listening to artists uh who would do that um you know talk about things that i could relate to or things that you know i can look up like oh this really happened you know look up the what happened and get to know them on a deeper level oh yeah no yeah no exactly um there was an album i listened to a few months ago and I forget what it was. Oh, it was um, Adrian Young's The American Negro. Oh, and I have that yeah. on vinyl. Do you? Oh, they are on, 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 on vinyl. <laughs> uh, it's definitely on the list. Um, yeah. And yeah, listening to that, it was just like, sure, it's easy to just like, you know, throw names out there and just put in the title. But it was obviously like more of a, it was, it was deeper than that and it explored a lot of just like neuroses and stuff like that and yeah it was kind of just hearing that kind of unique uh outlook and reasoning for why the why these names are being mentioned and like actually trying forcing you to think about why these names are being mentioned is kind of just like yeah it's it's preaching to what we're talking about right now in terms of that um, yeah, the cover on that, <laughs> the mm-hmm. album cover, the cover art is that captured me. So I definitely, mm-hmm. yeah, I hadn't heard of him. You know, I wasn't sure, you know, what this was. It was in the jazz section uh, in, the, <laughs> in the vinyl shop. And I was like, all right, yeah. I'm just kind of grabbing stuff. Yeah. Uh, home and just like, oh, what is this? A gem <laughs> brought home. <laughs> I know, it's a gem. It's a it's a gem in a lot of ways. No, I, I feel that. I feel that. And yeah, you see that um, artwork, and it's just like okay, yeah, it has to be interesting. Has to be so interesting in some way. Um, but no, Adrian Young's fascinating dude. Anyway, um, I'm not I'm not interviewing Adrian Young. So, that's a challenge, Adrian Young. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to just get into a couple of these uh, singles that you did um, throughout um, 2019 up towards the album, um, not uh, referencing the songs that are on the album, but just like just singles that are there. Because I was listening to them today, and I was just I, f- I found them uh, interesting. Um, you know, you have like uh, what you know about me and Just Spear, which are you know just full on. Just um, I feel. Uh, bar exams basically um but you know then you have the fuck i look like and i like what i like which and obviously the chopping screw version of what i like what i like and i like the this is not a question but it's just a statement um i found i found it interesting going through those just back to back to back to back and uh seeing the variety that you have um already like you know just and not even caring about that because i know you mentioned um when i asked you about uh what is it about recent times and recent mu- and recent uh, mainstream music um contemporary mainstream music is the word i'm looking for um and how things can be either you know um kind of just the same the same stuff um so i was wondering if you kind of actively seek to um to talk about a variety of things and do it in a variety of ways. I do. Um, when I came out with uh, What You Know About Me, I feel like I was just kind of get, getting my feet wet with that one and just a kind of seeing what kind of response I was going to get. And mm-hmm. 
actually I posted a few videos um, on Twitter too, just kind of rapping on my phone and trying to see what kind of reactions or buzz I would get. Um, I started getting followers and uh, I thought that song had a good uh, response to it. Uh, people were excited about my beat choice. Um, so I thought, you know, let me show what I can do and show that I can be versatile and just have fun with it and have fun with words. Um, just really show my versatility. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I feel heavy. Um, right. So let's jump into the album, shall we? Um, yeah. Okay. So you said there's no deep reason for backwards sweet, but there's. But I feel. But I have. I feel like I have lost. Is there any reason that it's a self-titled uh, that you self-titled it? Because I always find it, I always find that everyone has a, every artist has a different reason for doing it, and also interesting thinking about it in when people do it, especially mm-hmm. whether it's their first album or like their you know last album or fourth album, whatever. So I was just wondering, is was there any reason for self-titling it? Well, I knew. You know, I was uh, reintroducing myself, uh, coming back out as Backwood Sweetie, but I also knew that this was going to be, you know, attached to my name. This is my debut. Um, I want it to be attached to my name. I wanted, you know, when people look up Christina Shante or if they look up Backwood Sweetie, this all kind of connects. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, I just wanted um, people to know me and to get to know me um, just throughout the album. Yeah. Would you say that's the um, that's the main goal for the album itself uh, as, a, as a whole body of work? Yes, um, this is definitely a part of my legacy now. So absolutely. All right, cool. Um, let's get into a couple of tracks here, um, just uh, specifically the um, I personally write um, to be selfish. Um, <laughs> uh, actually, as a more overall question, um, in terms of uh, track listing, uh, was there a concerted effort um, to not have features uh, in the first like few tracks and kind of just keep it solo for uh, for you know for, I mean track track listing wise I think about at least two th- a third of the album um, is there any was there a concerted effort towards um, Yes, uh, definitely. Uh, I wanted to. I wanted people to hear me uh, mm-hmm. and no one else uh, at the beginning of the album. There's a. I want to say the the re-release uh, that Nicki Minaj put out. Um, that very first song, you know, there's like three or four artists and she goes last. Um, you know, that had an impression on me. You know, uh, to turn on somebody's album and not to hear them right away. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like a sample or, you know, something else, um, that, you know, if it's an intro or something else, but I, I wanted people to hear me. Um, and I wanted to start off uh, with poetry and uh, with that spoken word uh, in the beginning. Uh, so I actually took a poem. That was a poem um, that I just spit and rapping. And that wasn't the intention uh, of those lyrics at the time. I was just kind of free writing, uh, but it ended up working uh, with this beat. <laughs> So, so that's that's coffee, right? That you're talking about. Yep. Damn. Okay. 
So it was all free writing. You didn't have a beat or nothing. You just free wrote that and it just yeah, happened just to stick. Free writing and, uh, I had a couple of ideas of a beat that I was going to use for the intro. But once I heard coffee, I knew that was the one. Uh, it's like I start my day with Backwood and coffee. That's how we're going to start the album off. Because, <laughs> again, we're getting to know me. Uh, so that's, mm-hmm. how we that's how we started off. Mm-hmm. And I actually didn't think about that, but now that you're now that you're constantly referencing the fact that it's the po- it's like you know um, uh, it's it's supposed to be a kind of like a portrait of you and how you see the world. Um, uh, it's, it's it's coming it's coming through to me now, and I probably should have beforehand, but like you know, is what it is you live in then. And yeah, that's that's yeah, that's re- <laughs> you've you've really like just upgraded the album for me already just by saying that i love that that's great and i loved it already but um uh i find i like the uh with the, with the um up to i guess up to garvey right so like the first uh first first five right mm. um i like i I've, i was wondering about the you know you mentioned you found you, you obviously found the perfect beat for coffee um but what i find interesting about those f- particular five is that um, they all have just a different essence to them. Um, you know, obviously Black Bay has the, you know, Ramones uh, kind of like a homage in there, obviously in the name and, and everything else. Um, and then for something like Culture and Free, Culture Freedom, that's, uh, you know, a little bit shorter, unmercifully shorter. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, 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 I hate that. how short that song is. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Let me fair boy out of it, but um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Yes, so actually Justice Justice Four is, you know, titled as an interlude and yes. culture kind of feels like an interlude to another interlude, but I kinda all wanted it to flow together. Uh but it, I kept that one short and sweet. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I mean I'm not I'm not hating, I'm, I'm just I'm being I'm being petulant for like <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> uh, but I I do I do rate that. And actually speaking of Justice Four, I do find that track very fascinating in terms of just like you know, we were mentioning we were talking about the American Negro and how um, it kind of, you know, there are there are some times where um, you know they people just throw throw the names out that you obviously reference in that track, and it kind of just like and it kind of it it doesn't it doesn't punch it doesn't it doesn't like uh, they just say it just to say it um, they just say it because it rhymes right um, yeah. but you obviously made a whole freaking hook based on it and. Um, yeah, I, I just, I, I just really, I guess, uh, in some way, appreciate just um, how much care I guess you took towards, um, you know, saying those names, but not just saying them, just the same, but saying it for um, the added, obviously, overall reasoning of uh, the particular track itself. Um, let me get to a question because <laughs> I feel like I'm just, uh, I feel like I'm just talking at you at this point. Um, on building destroy. Um, I find that particular track interesting because there's a few times mentioned later in the album of the term "build and destroy." Um, I guess so. Uh, can, can you just try describe to me? I guess uh, what "build and destroy" was uh, tasked for as a uh, as a particular track. Uh, that was actually a shooting uh, near where I live uh, uh, in the Landover area. Uh, Nine year old boy um, lost his well. life. 
due to drive-bys, you know, mm -hmm. just a stray, stray bullets. Um, and when that happened, uh, this guy I, I went to high school with named Brian, who's on the song, did the vocals on there. Uh, he reached out to me and um, he had seen that I was putting out music and uh, we know each other from school, just knowing that I know that he sings and he was in the choir in high school and he knew of me and he knew I was a rapper, but he saw that I was putting out music and we hadn't had any uh, uh, other type of relationship as far as like, we didn't know each other that well. Um, but he reached out and said, let's do something for the people. Let's do um, a song on black peace and just try to bring some type of unity. Um, you know, I believe he saw the type of songs that I was putting out. He saw what I was doing um, and kind of wanted to work together, wanted to collab. Um, and you know, make our voices heard. And I would reach out to his people, his his crowd, his audience, and he would do the same. You know, just kind of just genuine collaboration. You know, so yeah. it really came together. <laughs> we really uh, worked together for the writing process. And there's actually a, a version one of this song. Um, and he kind of changed up uh, his cadence, um, how he delivered his verse. Um, you decided to go with uh, the second one, obviously, but. Yeah, that, I, I love that song. I'm glad you brought it up. I don't think it gets enough love. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people bring up, uh, you know, a lot of other songs as favorites or, you know, just kind of sharing, sharing my music. And I don't, that's the one I don't really see uh, too often. Is there any others that you feel like doesn't get, get enough uh, attention? Cypher and Build or Destroy, those two. Um in particular, but I, th I think every all the other songs uh, yeah, equally get the, the same amount of love. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do always wonder that as it pertains to like being an artist and not, not even just music, but in, in other art forms is like when somebody creates something and um, you know, I, I, <laughs> I don't ask I don't ask this question anymore, but um, you know, uh, I feel like people probably most likely hate being asked, like, what's your favorite track? What's your favorite? Um, yeah, I like all of these things and I find it interesting. Um, I find it interesting that a lot of people's favorite is Black Betty. And, you know, okay. I, was, I was insecure about having uh, such a large or longer sample um, to be a part of a song. I hadn't done something like that before. I slapped it in the middle, um, but I really wanted this to be my art and, how I wanted to finger paint it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. Um was there any like uh uh on that particular track actually, let you reference it. Uh was there kind of like a uh was it just because the sample was clean or the beat was clean that you just wanted to be on it? Uh yeah, or was it like a uh was it more of like I wanted to embrace something different because I feel like that and uh we're different uh production wise sound a lot different than everything else um i this was another, and stuff. This was another song that was a true collaboration because skip and i really worked together um you know i brought the sample to him you know i said can we you know let's use this particular sample um he already was uh, sending me some rock kind of beats I'm um, trying to get a feel for what I liked. And see so you wanted I, a rock type kind of thing? I was open um, okay. and we were still, you know, kind of filling each other out. And 
you know, we're not in the same, in the same state, you know, we don't know each other. We're communicating through Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, so just trying to get to know each other. And he wanted to figure out that's, you know, my style and what I like to rap on and send me a, a variety of beats. Um, and there was a couple rock beats that you know, I was into that I liked. Um, and I listened to a little rock, a little alternative. And I did in high, more so in high school. Um, mm. Nowadays, you know, I listen to a little, little bit of everything. And again, just things that make me feel good. Um, but yeah, we worked together on this. Um, I threw the sample at him and he had the, you know, the perfect uh, start of a beat. Um, to, to just put it together. And he sent me, you know, just kind of short videos of him building the beat and while he was working on it. I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. You know, I'm excited about that. And uh, we really worked together uh, to, you know, put the beat together. That's good. Um, how have you, obviously you, meant, obviously you mentioned people like certain tracks uh, from, uh, and, and stuff like that. But um, have you appreciated, I guess, the, uh, the, feedback you have gotten uh since you dropped the album um it's obviously been a couple of months and uh yeah i just want to know how how you feel about people feeling it oh it feels great um to have so many people listening you know to my music and uh, have a new audience and i found that uh i had a, a large male audience and since i've put out my debut album uh, i'm getting more of female uh, engagement uh, which is dope. Um, just getting feedback from every from everybody and just from unexpected uh, places. Uh, Crooked Eye shouted me out, and you know that kind of <laughs> you know blew my mind. And just having people hit me up like, "Hey, like I, I hope this isn't weird, but I just want to let you know I love your album. Keep doing what you're doing. You inspire me. You know whether they're an artist or not. Uh, just getting all kinds of messages. It's just, it's a great feeling." Yeah. Do you um actively, I guess, uh uh seek um to have a I'll say proportional uh female audience? Uh, I'd like to reach everybody and uh I do I do see the just kind of looking at stats from you know some of the streaming sites that I use. Um just my stats as an artist, getting love from all age groups. Um, something else I noticed and just kind of all over the place. And I just hear in America, you know, a lot of UK love and Australia. Just it's it's dope. <laughs> it's dope. I couldn't fathom this. Yes. Do not hesitate to come over here and <laughs> show. That'd be great. <laughs> um <laughs> and that's another thing that I, I like to look out for you know where i'm being listened to and something to keep in mind is i am opening up to performing uh this year I actually just um applied to perform at BlurCon because i'm into comic cons and you know i've been going to those for five or six years now and cosplay uh with my okay. kids i take them sometimes i don't i go by myself uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> do my thing uh, okay comic books just all all of it but I'm going to uh, try my hardest to get in there. I'm trying to perform at BlurCon, dressed as Starfire, and perform Starfire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because that's right. how that song was created <laughs> in the first uh, it, place. What, you, what, you doing cosplay of Starfire? Or? I, was, I, was, uh, I was at BlurCon last summer, right. um, and I uh, stayed the whole three days, and I actually had a few uh, different looks. And I had casual Starfire as well. Uh, but I, I started writing the song while I was at BlurCon. 
Right. Uh, and when I left uh, the, the BlairCon, I was looking for a beat uh, for this song. And I found uh, Arcade the Sage, who was also at BlairCon, uh, you know, doing her thing there. And it's crazy. Yeah. I, I love that. <laughs> That's great. That's amazing. Uh, I have a, I kind of want to get into that now. I have a couple <laughs> of questions on that. That's fascinating. But no, literally, I saw, I, I remember seeing a tweet. Um, I think you probably retweeted or whatever. Um, and someone posted about uh, about Starfire specifically. And uh, the word I, the, the word that stuck in my head to, towards the particular tweet was uh, geek speak. Uh, <laughs> proficient in geek speak. Yeah. Um, so, but that is very interesting uh, knowing that now and obviously Starfire kind of just uh, I can't, uh, encapsulate, encapsulates a lot of that um, uh, where to begin um, I had no idea that Nerdcore was a thing did you not? I was oh, gosh, and I was yes. and I went to um, a Nerdcore panel uh-huh. uh, and just like what is this and a lot of people were bringing up all these different artists that i listened to that you know tap into nerdcore wu-tang and mf doom and yeah just mm -hmm. I, I could relate and i wanted to, to see what that was about and i started looking up the nerdcore beats and that's how i discovered arcade the sage oh i didn't realize it was a type beat uh category mm -hmm. okay fascinating <laughs> Well, those, well, those sounded like just eight bit in my body. um <laughs> uh Oh gosh. Uh so is Starfire your favorite anything or is my favorite uh track on there? Uh not not um superhero or just anything in terms of like her comics or uh I had recently gotten to Titans, uh mm -hmm. so Doom Patrol and started watching all of these new series. Uh so that's you know what inspired me to cosplay her anyway. Mm -hmm. Um and just kind of getting that black representation. Uh, I wanted to come out strong. Yeah. I mean, you got free looks, guy. I mean, yeah. It's, if that's not if that's not doing it big, otherwise, <laughs> I respect it. I embodied her, and I embodied the track, uh, and that was that was definitely the fun addition for me. And it is one of my favorite songs, my personal favorite song on that album. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. I mean, yeah, I've I, I had a friend uh, that I live with in university. And she she was trying like um she was trying to create uh create an outfit um I don't know if she succeeded or not but um, there was like some uh mold um not not like you know wet mold but like molding for stuff uh mm -hmm. in in our in our spot <laughs> just a bit confused why this gelatinous thing was about um but and then, and then you come in with three three fits so um, respect on that front um. Yeah, so you so you watch it. Uh, I guess I assume you read some as well. Or? As far as what I read, uh, I'm into The Walking Dead, and that's my favorite uh, zombie. And that's actually what led me to Comic Con in the first place because there were some actors and actresses from The Walking Dead uh, there who I wanted to meet. Um, so that's how I started going. I just kind of word of mouth and finding out about it, uh, but. Yeah, I got a lot of Walking Dead comic books. Okay. 
started uh, building a little collection and uh, I've started with, with the Walking Dead for now. And I'm pretty sure that's going to expand. I, I plan to go to a few this year <laughs> to a few comics this year. That's what's up. Uh, I don't want to ruin this by putting my thoughts out on uh, how I feel about the TV show. So I'll just uh, <laughs> keep it moving. Um, <laughs> no, it's 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 about the storyline for me. It's a, uh-huh. it's, a good it's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm not hating. I'm not hating. I'm not hating. It's it's a personal. It's a personal. It's a personal thing. It's just that's. I felt I felt cheated. It's fine. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep moving. I, I vibe it. Um, yeah. So. Uh, I mean, when, when did this? When did this begin? This uh, okay, was it literally just Walking Dead? Uh, was, was it that time when you just were you watching it and you realized there were comics of it, or when did that begin? Exactly. Um, I didn't know that there was comics, and once I was so deep okay. into the show, um, a friend, you know, have you ever read the comics? I'm like, oh, this this came right. from a comic. And okay. I started to kind of go down a, a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. But I was uh, always into uh, just kind of like comics in the newspaper and just kind of. Um, a little bit of anime, I guess, if we're calling Sailor, you know, Sailor Moon is anime. Uh, so all of those kind of cartoons I was already into. Uh, so it all just kind of made makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I want to read Snoopy in newspapers, but I don't know. I'm not living in America. So. Um, <laughs> I love reading comics in newspapers. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's, that's probably like a, I mean, newspapers in general are a dying thing, but like um, I always appreciate just like having that thing there that's just like completely not random but uh it's, it's interesting to see cartoons about in the newspaper and then it's, it's news and advertisers everywhere else just something fun just sitting that right there for no reason it's like something i could actually do participate ah, in yeah. you're a crossworder okay <laughs> you, you you've been you've been on that word or tip it's a little bit it's a little bit mm. <laughs> you also pissed that it's gone to new york times <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely haven't done it in a while uh, okay it, it was something that i grew up doing yeah i mean yeah i it's, i i don't i don't like crosswords I, i'm 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 bad at the only thing i'm bad at is like anagrams so that's when i tune out but yeah i, I, I read a nice crossword mannequin um okay uh i mean i've i i'd like to uh, end on a couple more questions um so i'd like to just ask for like uh, some just a general recommendations uh what you've been listening to what you've been watching what you've been reading that you feel like the people uh, should know about oh um doesn't have to be all three by the way don't know i feel like the time <laughs> I've, I've done a few interviews in the past month so i'm just like you don't have to list every, like one read one tv show but yeah anyway <laughs> as far as what i'm watching uh, i've gotten into uh getting some recommendations from people uh but i got into uh american gods uh and a friend a mutual friend on twitter kind of added my songs to some of the clips uh from some of the scenes from uh the movie which is really cool and really dope but i've gotten into that show and um i'm reading quite a few different things i'm reading a book on uh melanin um a book on uh, knowledge of self um there was a third one i missed there <laughs> you told me how to answer all the questions. I know. Uh, we're listening. Yeah, fine. Yeah. What oh, also what listening, listening to? What I'm listening to. I'm working on my EP. You know, I definitely got to yes. bring that up. Yes. Yes. Good yeah. shout. I was going to mention that. I forgot. So, I appreciate that. That's yeah. my bad. I meant to. I meant to. <laughs> I meant to mention that because obviously you did do the single, 
and you did mention EP coming out when I actually hear you up. Um, so is, it, is there a date to it or not yet? No, okay. <laughs> no day yet, but um, I'm definitely Can I all this week. <laughs> so getting getting it done. Uh, I've released two singles from the EP in January. Um, you know, just kind of want to stay consistent, consistently putting uh, music out. And you know, I knew I was going to need you know a little more time, you know, to craft this EP. Mm-hmm. Um, so I to put out the two singles back to back um but i brought it up because i've been listening to a lot of beats <laughs> uh, i can imagine yeah um uh music but you know when i'm riding uh riding somewhere i definitely throw in a playlist and just kind of go with the flow whatever i've got saved in my phone or recommendations from other people i listen to other people's playlists so just kind of a little bit of everything uh, but a lot of beats, <laughs> a lot of Furious Styles beats. <laughs> so, so no, uh, no date on it uh, yet, but it is coming out uh, this month, uh, February. I look forward to that for sure. And um, also yeah, got, uh, you know, I had a couple feature. I had a feature uh, in December, mm-hmm. uh, in January on Know It All's album, um, and then I've got um, one coming up on Rome Mallory's album i'm not sure when he's dropping this month but i've got a song with him on there so uh that will come out before or after my ep because i don't know his date either everybody's kind of being low-key throwing uh, out yeah. songs and it's, it's cool it's fun um <laughs> uh, that's great um you, you've uh I, I don't know what i'm gonna say for the outro because i usually uh, do that kind of stuff but um yeah you've said you said oh that's brilliant uh appreciate that i'm making my life easier um so yeah, man. Back to the 2022 looking good. Um, so I like to finish, uh, as always, like to finish uh, with a top five. Um, I like to also uh, predicate that is your top five. So it can be as broad or as specific as you want. It does not even have to be about music. It could be about anything you want. Um, a couple of fun. Um, got a lot of fun ones recently. Um, of like a <laughs> uh, grapes, uh, wine, sergeant, uh, you know, laughter. You know, it's just, it's just, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, again, you can be as broad or specific as you like, wherever you want to go. But it's your top five. So, with that said, back with Sweet, what is your top five? Uh, top five. Yes, one. Um, I would go books. Two. This is definitely broad. <laughs> two i would go chocolate uh any particular three, chocolate dark chocolate milk chocolate dark white chocolate cho- dark chocolate okay uh three hmm we'll go jazz uh four orange it's my favorite color just kind of throw that in there <laughs> uh then five uh hmm Five, I would go scotch. It's the most recent thing that I've uh, had uh, in the adult beverage group. <laughs> had a little scotch tasting, actually. <laughs> yeah, you got a favorite? You got a favorite bottle? Or? Oh no, I've got tasted some. We didn't, uh, you know, hate to backtrack, but we didn't really get into that. But uh, you know, after high school. And in that gap, in that six-year gap, a bartender, wine consultant, you know, career path I was on. Where I okay. Wasn't, where I wasn't uh, recording any yeah. music, still writing and stuff, but, um, you know, I had found uh, a new passion. I still I still do a little bartending, uh, but, 
it's definitely uh, rap is emceeing writing is definitely where i'm focused at now you still got a cocktail bar anywhere like you're still shaking stuff yeah, up fully stocked bar <laughs> okay right. yeah, i'd like to make up my own drink some creative all the oh, way come, coming through coming through <laughs> Just give you the dress. So it's what I personally like to drink and keep it simple, just kind of whiskey or scotch, just neat. No, no extra stuff. I want to taste it and really mm -hmm. feel for it. It's the only way. It's the only way. I appreciate it. That's, that's good. <laughs> I rate that. I respect that. All right. Backwards Sweet has been an absolute pleasure. I've been looking forward to this uh, for a while. Um, just uh, when me and Ben spent your album that week, it was just like, Christ, because you know, as a as a personal uh you know note, uh I and I've said this on you know this podcast and others that um it's so it's it's hard to not hard to find, but it's um it, it's always like trying trying to find uh female artists that are you know not just the the five that people can name um is always it's always, it's always something that uh i kind of just like strive to find and uh you know a lot of a lot of a lot of them are there and you know sometimes they drop an ep or whatever or, or you know and just like uh, and i don't see them for another two years until they pop up on my spotify um but you know just uh hitting yours really threatened my album list uh <laughs> as i was just about to lock it up i was like no not, not the good records this is so late in the year um so <laughs> i can't be cradling um but yeah, it was, it was an absolutely superb piece of work, um, and I'm sure you're aware of that um, in your own, in your own, in, in yourself. But yeah, man, I look forward to everything you got going on, um, and uh, for, for yourself in the future artistically. And uh, yeah, man, just 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 keep on growing, and uh, you've definitely got supporting uh, me, and I'll, I'll throw in Ben as well. Or why not? <laughs> Thank you for having me. Love to come back, you know, and talk about. Uh, the sweetie guy styles ep you know in the future um yeah thank you so much definitely definitely look forward to that thank you very much so there we have it ladies and gentlemen that was my interview with miss backwood sweetie Something I was thinking about actually while doing the other intro for 5VPN Radio um, was the term purpose, right? Um, when I listen to uh, when I listen to her album, especially, um, it's just so purposeful, and I feel like those are the albums that always speak to me the most. You know, we were talking about the American Negro by Adrian Young during that interview, and you know that album hit me because it had purpose. It felt purposeful and i love albums like that i feel you know I, i'm thinking about it now i'm just like the albums that i love the most are usually the ones with the most purpose to it um obviously all pieces of art have some sort of purpose but i mean just when you feel that every word has been taken care of you know what i mean uh from the lyrics lyricist point of view i, I feel like backwards Sweet just does that and uh, i hope she continues to do it she has an ep dropping next week um as this as this interview drops so next friday um, go give her a spin um, as, soon, as, soon, as soon as you uh, spin this and with that said ladies and gentlemen on the 5th Hemp Podcast Network I'm Charlie Taylor this has been What's Good 
Intro music has been uh, Backs by Bob Berrigan. Interlude music was The Gentle Instrumental by Old Burger Beats. I love saying that. Uh, you can find both links in the full show notes. Thanks to Chill Records for being to use the tra- both tracks. You can also find their link in the full show notes. And until next time, until the next interview, take it easy. Ladies and gentlemen.